It's a great idea, but it's just not a great idea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Superhouse Podcast. This is episode 81. And I'm here speaking with my guest, Andrew Bush, of the Superhouse Podcast. <laughs> guest. Great. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about his overall experience at San Diego Comic-Con 2017, which just ended today. I'm get, I think, yeah, that's right. And uh, we're also going to talk about some of the trailers that dropped during said convention. Um, Utilizing details that lie therein. Nice, dude. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of been a whirlwind weekend for me. Um, left left on Wednesday night and um, got in at, you know um, at like midnight and then went down to the con on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Left kind of midday Saturday, which was kind of weird. Not how I normally do it, but um, I mean honestly, I, I actually I had scuba diving this morning, so I had to get back a little early. But I'd also, I had seen the DC panel. Um, Yeah. I, I, you know, I just started this and like, I wanted, I want to keep up with the hobby and the boats don't leave every, every day. So, um, so kind of a sacrifice there, but really the only thing I feel like I truly sacrificed were two things, seeing more cosplay because Saturday is the best day to see all the best cosplay. And then two, and two is the Marvel panel. And um, but I was there for the DC panel, so that was that was pretty awesome. Oh, nice. And oh, so you didn't uh, you didn't yeah. see the any of the Marvel stuff in Hall H or whatever? No, I did not. I wish I did, but um, yeah. I did. I I left. If anybody was following the Hall H schedule, I left kind of right in between the women who kick ass panel, which was Charlize Theron kind of talking about Atomic Blonde a lot, which does look cool. And the Stranger Things panel, yeah. so I, I I left just before Stranger Things started, but I'd already paid for this boat trip, and I didn't I didn't I didn't like schedule it great. If I had checked my fucking calendar, I probably wouldn't have done it this way. But I'd already paid for this, so I was like, time to go. So I'm talking to you right now, really fucking tired, because I just did <laughs> con and scuba diving all day, three dives today, man. Damn. So. Uh, well, you've invested in yourself, and that's yeah. I'm a I'm fucking. It's it's been pretty crazy, but um, as far as general impressions, um, from my own personal experience, this was one of the better cons for me because the more you go, the more you real, the more you like you understand what's happening at the con. Because when you fir- when I first yeah. went in 2012. I didn't, there's just so much shit going on. Like they got exclusives yeah. at this booth that there's no fucking advertisement for, except for on certain forums, you know, and then there's yeah. exclusive at that booth and they have their own forums and they didn't tell anybody. But then again, there's a fucking um, line out the door just about, and then there's a signing here and then they're the, this booth is amazing. And then they're doing this and that, and this panel's going on and all that. And uh, it's, it's like so much to take in. So actually, even my first my first con in 2012, I don't think I even knew what a panel was. Yeah. So I was I was out on the floor. Yeah, out on the floor the whole time that that year, and maybe even the second year. Sucked man. anyway. 
maybe maybe <laughs> even the second year man i can't remember exactly but uh then i found out what panels were and i started going to those a lot and um yeah really i mean my big takeaway if from this year was that it's better after you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah it really is and um it's like yeah. a real, it's, it's like a real life rpg basically yes i mean you are trying to navigate <laughs> and there's like a there's like so many people i'm having up, flashbacks yeah. to living in tokyo when i'm in there because there's just oh, so cool. many people but it's fun and, and and what's cool about cons in general is that you can have random conversations with people because everybody knows you're there for the same thing you're the same kind of person for the most yeah. part like awesome. I never get approached on like it's so weird to be to, for somebody to say something at random to me uh, outside of conventions. But at a convention, everybody is like really open and, uh, and it's like, I don't know. It, it's hard to think of an example, but um, you'll just. What you'll your, just yeah. What was your strangest interaction? Uh, in curious. general? Well, yeah. the strangest, the absolute strangest was was probably my second year at, at San Diego where I was in the bathroom and uh, I go to the <laughs> stall, the handicap stall cause it's so crowded. Right. And it was the only one open. <laughs> and this dude, and this is going to be kind of politically incorrect here, but in a kind of mentally challenged voice, he says something like, excuse me, are you handicapped? <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew where that was going. Ouch. Yeah. Well, how'd so, you respond? That's real creaky. <laughs> I was so fucking taken aback, man. I could not believe it. So I said, maybe I said no, and then I left real quick. Or no, I didn't leave. I had a piece still. This is like four, three or four years ago. Said, you should have just waited and then got out and like done some sign language or something. Just walked away. I mean, this guy could That's talk, but it was it was a definite like like kind of mentally challenged thing. But he wasn't apparently not that mentally challenged. Not to fucking check me like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and to be real fucking shitty about it. That's awesome. The handicapped bathroom avenger. Yeah, man. I mean, he he was handicapped, so I get it. But he wasn't in a wheelchair at the Good same for him. time. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't in a wheelchair. It was like sort of mentally handicapped or something. But anyway, uh, he was I pissed got at me. Just like, sorry, man, I, I had to shit. And these people were. Dude, there's like a thousand people in this shit, motherfucker. Dude. I'm trying to take a shit. Yeah, that's how it goes yeah. for sure. In Hall yeah. H, they have bathrooms in there, right? And there's a line uh -huh. for the men only. I mean, for men and women. But just for men, they have a line to shit and a line to take a piss. Really? What is it? No, line one and line two? Yeah, for one, for like for both genders. So the the peeing line, of course, is like 10 times faster. But how do you know which is which? Are there signs like go here? I, go you know, I couldn't tell, but I knew that I, you could see there's two lines going into men's. One One's yellow, one's brown? <laughs> no, but, Paint you know, one's going right? faster than the other. And I'm like, is this the pee line? And the dude was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> He's like, duh. Right. Oh, one of the random conversations right. I had, like the thing that would never happen is right after some of the announcements, I started, we started talking about like comic book movie news with this dude in line to get food, just a total random and like kind of a long, long ish conversation for somebody that you just met. Uh, -huh. 
um, and you know, really specific about. I mean, we're in Hall H, so I guess it makes sense. But still, it's just very cool that was you can have a random one. No, it was somebody oh. else from work. Oh, cool. Um, just wondering, trying to set the scene in my head. Yeah, I wish she was there. But anyway, uh, other than that, what else did I do? Um, I went to some panels. I went to some Power Rangers panels. Uh, I wanted to JDF. I did get pictures of JDF. Uh, <laughs> dude, his fucking fucking autograph line was ridiculous. That's oh, awesome, dude. It, on. it was. I could not believe it. It was like what you think Mark Hamill would get. Yeah. So wow. I guess in this scenario, Mark Hamill would be would really would really be out the door. But uh, but JDF, yeah. by the way, for the listener, Jason David Frank, the guy that played the Green Ranger on the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This guy, he had an insanely long line. I couldn't believe it. I'm glad I got that picture of him taking a picture of his own Funko Pop or whatever that was. Yeah, that was cool. The guy, the guard, he had his own security. and A candid look into the man's emotional space. He was trying to uh, put his uh, hand in front of my picture to, to, to ruin the picture just to kind of deter me. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, that they get, get real... Not really, man, because I mean, he's just doing his job. It's they're they're just trying to be as um, they're trying to protect Things the talent as much as possible. And yeah, if you're taking a picture, which means you're stopping. So it's it's not even about me taking a picture. It's about me standing for a little bit. And unless you're like at this kind of convention, you have to always be moving unless you're like off to the side somewhere. But I wasn't off to the side when I took this picture. So it's just. It is what it is. That's just that's just yeah. how it goes. He's not the guy's not trying to be a jerk. He's just trying to not cause a fucking I don't know, not a riot, but like for me not to get knocked over or to slow down traffic or whatever. So yeah. you're just a paparazzo to him. Pretty much, yeah. And uh yeah. I saw that picture of the TMZ. Jason David Frank exclusive. Takes picture of self, Take of toy self. <laughs> of Funko Pop. Yeah, man. Knock the Kardashians right out of the. Oh, we have this panel for for Mike Grell, which he invented Weapon Lord, which is a DC character. Uh-huh. I know that name, Mike Grell. Yeah, kind of an old school dude. Yeah. His his art school, his art style is really old school, but uh, really awesome. Sort of like a um, like if Frank Frazetta didn't paint and did a comic book style. Yeah. That's kind of what his looks like, and I think even Grell did. Um, oh yeah, the the Warlord that was a huge favorite of my oldest brother. Warlord, yeah. Sorry, I I, I messed up his name. But yeah, that's his. That's him. And I was at his panel, and there were like a bunch of old dudes there that were like so into his work. Cool. And that was that was pretty cool. I just walked into that one randomly. I went to one about the. The differences between American comics and Japanese manga, which is wow. funny because I didn't plan on going to that one. I was just trying to find a panel to rest in. Yeah. Because you're walking so much, right? And yeah. I just walked into that one. That one was pretty cool. Didn't say anything revolutionary, but uh, that was good. And I went to a Street Fighter panel and they went cool. over Abigail and Ono san was there. Ono is one of the main, if not the main creator for Street Fighter. And yeah. he's at like all the conventions. I saw him at E3 as well. Yeah. And uh 
Abigail, by the way, looks insane. It's like it, the character takes up like the whole screen. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, it's like super good. tall. And, they, dude, this game, Street Fighter V, came out a year ago or more, and they're still dropping really great DLC for it. Like, they're really putting the time into this yeah. game. Like, That's like, good. It, it, it worried a lot of people right off, didn't it? Yeah, because it didn't have a story mode or whatever. I feel like Joey has needs that more than I do. I, I like it, but for me... Yeah. I grew up playing my brothers, so to when I play online, I don't know what Joey's situation was with his siblings, but when I play online, or I'm, I'm okay with playing online. Yeah, for sure. I don't need fighting a campaign. So, fighting so much, not that they're so much better than ever, but like that, 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 that so great. Like it's like dropping. That what is so grade. great? Sorry, say that again. That what um, is so great? like online multiplayer for fighting games and stuff it's like bring the arcade right home you know i love i loved playing mortal Kombat and just like going online for hours and just like wasting fools yeah man i mean renew my interest in fighting games i like i like the story mode i of course will play it i think it's fun but fighting games at their heart in my opinion at least is fighting with another person and I grew up playing it with somebody, in, you know, of course, somebody in person, usually my brothers. Yeah. But when I play online, it's almost the same feeling. And, um, of course, it's very hard online. I'm glad they have ranked matches because some of those people are ridiculously good. And, yeah, uh, totally. by the way, the guy that won Evo for Injustice 2, he played as Aquaman. <laughs> oh, nice. That's your I dude, that, right? I knew that motherfucker was, a, was the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mained as Superman in Injustice One, and I like Superman still. But for some reason, I was, I was really attracted to playing as Aquaman in this one. Just the way he played was better. Go ahead. Have they dropped any of the? uh, Have they dropped any of the movie like skins for those games at all? Is that something that you think they're going to do? There were movie skins for Injustice One. There definitely were movie skins for Injustice One. There probably will be for this one but they just haven't dropped yet there so as of yet you can't play as jason momoa aquaman you cannot but i'm sure that's going to be a thing soon i mean you could play as henry cavill superman you could play as michael shannon zod in the last one yeah. uh i loved playing as uh bat ben affleck's batman in in uh arkham knight uh-huh yes that that, that one that is fun. not that one yeah that one they need to have that one too I don't think they even had a movie one in the last one, but um, I mean, with the customization too, uh, you can have like a million different looks, you know, as well. Wait, like you can you make your own character. What do you mean? You don't make your own character, but you 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 can kind of upgrade them almost like RPG style, and I guess that affects how you get ranked online. Oh, that's cool. So you can add new armor oh. and stuff like that, new paint jobs or whatever, and new skins. So it's uh, like if you, like if you don't like Scarecrow's look, you can modify him pretty heavily. So, I mean, yeah, the, it's cool. it's great. It's it's an awesome fighting game. Um, Jordan stopped playing it seemed like because he got so addicted to Tekken Eight or whatever is out. I actually haven't gotten that because so, I just yeah. want to focus on. I want to focus on Injustice for the moment. I'm having fun with that one. Yeah, I want to get. I want. I definitely want to get Tekken Seven, but Injustice sounds great too. I need to get on that. You sure? Then we should play together. Although I have like months. Yeah. Of, I have a couple months on you now. 
of playing. <laughs> I'll play my worst character with you at first. You don't got to take it easy on me, man. I dive right, <laughs> I dive right in. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Interview so overall, me, man, if you want. Yeah, let me. The DC panel. Tell tell me a little bit about the the DC panel. All right, so that was the first panel of Saturday morning, which was yesterday, as at the time of this recording. And um, first thing up was Ready Player One. So Chris Hardwick comes out, and of course, Hall H is always pretty fucking electric. Everybody is insane about what they're seeing there. Yeah, like it's really like you feel the energy in the room. And uh, I, I thought the trailer was fucking awesome. I really did. Well, we're going to get into the trailer more specifically later. But uh, yeah. um, what can I say that's not about the trailer? Seeing Steven, being in the same room as Steven Spielberg was fucking awesome. And, oh, cool. and the whole cat, well, mo- a lot of the main cast was there. Like Ben Mendelsohn was there and shit. Yeah. The main kid and Artemis, the girl, and uh, stuff like that. And they said... They said that as it goes along, the I guess this is in the book as well. It's been a while since I read it or listened to it, but they had they said that the the virtual reality is gonna upgrade as they go along. And as you go along, it's gonna be indistinguishable. So not to get too into the trailer just yet, but when you see in the trailer, it looks like it's like the a CG movie. It's like an yeah. animated movie. And then it cuts back to live action. And so I wonder, like the more you progress yeah. in the movie it's going to be like cutting you're going to be cutting from live action to live action you know what i mean from from inside virtual reality and outside of it and i don't know i think it's huh. it was it was a pretty cool panel people were fucking really into it 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 really helps to have to have uh, listened to the book yeah uh so and for them to have the um the rush the tom sawyer in the soundtrack was great too but uh we're i guess we're gonna get into like trailer breakdown in a minute so uh, i'm gonna just leave it at that and so 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 no like no like tidbits or anything like that that broke like news wise other than the actual trailers that were shown like what what are the discussions like up there how long do they stay up there they're up there for like 10 to 20 minutes maybe and hardwick is an awesome host and he, I mean, he kind of moves it along pretty smoothly, but um, let's see. I mean, you can probably see the whole panel online now, actually, but uh, yeah. other than like the CG upgrading, I don't remember much. Oh, well, what seemed like to be the case was that they said, not directly, but more indirectly, I suppose, they said that there's so much going in the book that it's just really hard to get every single thing. Yeah in the movie so not to set you for disappointment just be this is my impressions from what they said it felt like they were like don't want to disappoint you but at the same time let's be realistic about what we can make for a two-hour movie yeah so some things probably going to be missing so uh that's fine i'm sure spielberg's going to find all the best parts for it i mean he seems to have a lot of passion for this kind of shit he you know he loves video games and and has since the beginning so i think that kind of a millennial take on what he had been doing to begin with you know like what he helped pioneer right right i I mean face again right and like ernest klein the author was there too and it seemed like you know they were close enough to have had 
a few conversations about how to make the movie. And he yeah. said, I mean, this could be bullshit. He was just going off of being high on the high of Hall H, but it seemed like, well, he said that the movie was better than the book or something like that. He said the Ernest movie, Klein. the movie's real, real good. Yeah. That's what Ernest Klein yeah. said. Well, so, I'm sure as, as, you know, as big as that story is in the book and as much as, you know, how much they're trying to scale it down or whatever they're going to do for the presentation of the film. Just seeing those visuals come to life, I'm sure is just like for fans and the author alike is probably like unbelievable. And I mean, right. Spielberg, so. I mean, the, to just if, if you're an adult, you know what rights are and to get the rights to all of these properties. I mean, as he was writing it, I kind of feel like he, uh, was like, this is never going to be made. Fuck it. I'm just going to write the best book I can. Right. Yeah. Cause this, yeah. this has so much shit in it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, totally. uh, so, um, but yeah, it's fucking getting made. And I don't remember much iron giant, by the way, in the book, was that in the book? Did I told um, I, I, I don't remember hearing much or hearing much about it, but I only got about halfway through before I, Stop yeah. listening to Will Wheaton's voice. I got to read it. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, you know, I, the only reason I say that is because A, well, A, I really don't remember, but B, that's like late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. And the book is mainly like 80s subculture. So, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they're trying to grasp for some younger audience straws there, you know, like embedding certain imagery that resonates with, you know, non 80s and something <laughs> heroic or something. Uh, yeah, I, I was on Reddit and like I, like I am and uh, fucking like I do, like I do. And one of the comments, not the top comment, but one of the top top ish comments was like, I need Ultraman fighting Mecha Godzilla. And I, I replied, he had like 3000 upvotes, by the way, which are like likes. And he's, yeah, he nice. said and and I have just responded like, I can't agree more or something like that. It, that, to me, that was the best yeah. scene. I love it whenever they they go into stuff like that. Honestly, I I, I need to yeah. see more Ultraman. I've only seen a little bit, but um, yeah, I'd love to watch more. There apparently, dude, like the the DVD box set is only like nine bucks or something on on Prime. I'm sure you could probably find it on through through your channels in some way, but uh, it's only like nine bucks. Yeah, and the, the original too, like seventies or something. I mean, that's Japan's yeah. ultimate superhero, man. And and then Mecha Godzilla also is my favorite Godzilla or version of Godzilla, except for maybe. I mean, the original is obviously yeah. awesome. I, I really over the past year, yeah. Portman. I swear, man, this guy, the got our Godzilla correspondent, and playing the game. Yeah. I got yeah. way more into Godzilla than I was expecting. <laughs> I love cool. all the versions and stuff like that. Like yeah, I gotta. That's that I guess that's my creature feature or whatever. It, at least at this point, I don't know. Maybe it's too early yeah. for me to say that, but it also has the Japan connection, obviously. So, yeah. um, it has that going for it. And um, those are two different companies too, by the way. Ultraman and and Godzilla are are yeah. two different oh, companies. So they've actually never fought on on screen. So if this happens, this is gonna be crazy, man. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd be angry that they got the americans got to it before the japanese ever did <laughs> i it's well let me say it's hard to speak for japanese or, or, people. or, or yeah would it would it have like more of like a cultural i don't know probably not my impression 
just being a white person amongst Japanese people for a few years now is that they more than likely won't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, they're like, Oh, Spielberg was able to finally get these two together. That's cool. So <laughs> yeah, it's like Toho yeah. and super Tsuburaya, Tsuburaya. I think uh, that's it. I have to look it up, but, um, Godzilla's Toho, I believe, and man, the Godzilla nerds yeah. are going to kill me for even questioning this. But anyway, and then Ultraman, <laughs> something else, and that's this is actually Portman was talking about this last time he was on, where he was, he said that um, Toho invented Zone Zone Fighter or something like that, which is a guy that looks a lot like Ultraman. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So. And and it's like there's fights and there's even like a funny picture of them shaking hands, like Godzilla shaking hands with Zone Zone Fighter or something. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I met RoboCop at a car show one time. Oh shit! Really? Shook his hand. The original <laughs> actor? No, it was the guy in a suit. Oh, but okay. it was RoboCop. Oh yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I haven't seen Robo Doc yet. That sounds good. Yeah, that one looks good. Definitely. I feel like I'm sort um, of yeah, rambling, man, sounds... but uh, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I didn't. I didn't have very many questions, but it sounded. It sounded amazing. Everything looked amazing that was coming out um, this last week. Uh, definitely got to try and make it to Comic Con next year. That'd be awesome. Um, it's tough, but... man. I actually got really lucky myself. Yeah. Uh, if you're getting like a regular ticket, you got to fucking be on the ball, man. It's like Burning Man. <laughs> yeah. Like. It, I mean, yeah, probably somewhat like that, yes. Well, thank goodness for the internet then anyway, because like so much shit came out in the last few days. Like really, I was kind of sick, so it really kind of made me feel better. Oh, by the way, the only thing that was not kind of released from the DC panel was the Aquaman shit. Yeah. Did, wait, did you see some of that Aquaman stuff? Oh, yeah. I I saw it at the panel, yeah. And... um. It was. Would you, would I mean, you yeah. Willing to describe what you I, saw? Yeah, I can describe it. I can describe it. So at the panel, Jason Momoa comes in like WWE style. By the way, he fucking oh, like. Song. <laughs> yeah, he runs down the the aisle with security on either side of him running alongside him, and he's got the trident. He's wearing so normal that. clothes, but he's got the trident in his hand, and then. He walks on stage and he fucking owns the room. And Chris Hardwick, of course, has like one of the best jokes. It seems like he had this planned ahead of time, but he said like, you know, you're Aquaman because everybody in the room is wet now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was great. And then, so the footage that they showed was, uh, it's two like old men on a boat and they're, uh-huh. I guess, deep sea fishing or something. It's like a real, like, small ass boat, like a paddle boat looking thing. Yeah. And then they get like the big one, and then like their their boat gets like dragged by seemingly a huge fish. Uh huh. And then it cuts to like a wide shot above a really wide, uh, like camera in the sky looking down, right yeah. on the boat. And then through the clear ocean, you see these like ships. They look like spaceships, but they're underwater ships. I've seen online where people were saying it's like Star Wars underwater. Something to that effect. Yeah, it's something to that effect. And then it cuts to like 
I can't remember exactly, but like some fighting and Jason Momoa, like underwater talking and um, fucking, I can't remember what else, but that first part was pretty memorable. And then um, in the middle of the panel, Momoa like says some shit that's like sort of spoilery, not too bad, but it was during the question and answer thing where somebody asked who, whose ships were those? And he said, and, and the, the guy said, it was it black manas or what? And he said, he said, no, they're not black manas. I'm going to get in trouble for this maybe, but I flew from Australia to say this. So whatever. So he said, yeah. he said they're ocean masters. Oh, <laughs> so nice. Yeah. They're, they're Patrick Wilson. Who's playing Orm, his brother, his brother's ships. Nice. So, that's pretty badass, man. And that, that footage is not online. So that was kind of cool. Everything else was like, yeah. I was con awesome. I was talking with you and, and Maddie and everybody when the panel was while it was going on. And then the trailer dropped pretty much the same time as it did as we saw it in hall H. So it was like we were watching it together almost. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. That justice league trailer. Woo. Oh yeah. How could I forget? Um, of course that I think they ended with that one and there was also a Blade Runner 2049, which did look good. I've, I've kind of shat on Blade Runner before, but I do like Dillis, Dennis Villeneuve and, um, uh, Villanueva. Villanueva. And that was, that was good. I, I did kind of like what I saw there. The clip that they showed was kind of, kind of sucked, but it yeah, sucked. I, I was like, what's the, what's the deal with that clip? Like they're just talking. There's no much, yeah. there's not really action. There's nothing visually interesting and yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet it seems i don't know i have some reservations about it but i mean that guy's a good director so we'll see yeah it was, it was good but they, and they then, had like a vr yeah. experience right they did but a i VR didn't go to that because i mean the lines really are, the lines around the corner oh yeah like it's yeah. it's they're usually like these insane insane lines out the door not out the door but like pretty fucking long like if, it, if the convention yeah. wasn't humongous it would it would be out the door yeah. um and then then the justice league trailer dropped and that was pretty much pretty much it they they talked with the cast and they they seemed really fun like they were they had all really bonded with each other uh they were really cool uh, everybody together and they asked ben affleck straight up like there's been some rumors that you might quit and he said that i'm batman so nice i mean he's not i'm quitting. sure they're gonna i'm sure they're gonna see what what things are like after justice league uh comes out and what the responses oh, yeah. and stuff like that but yeah it would be a shame for them you know i just feel like, like dc's such an underdog and for them to keep on fighting and it seems like they're sort know. of getting it right i mean i know we've only seen one good one yeah. so far and also, let me disclaim, I know that DC always has great trailers. So, yeah. At, but even they so, I think good. that the trailer was really good and I'm really looking forward to Justice yeah. League. Yeah, me too. Well, that being said, do you want to jump into a couple trailers, a few trailers? Cool, let's do it. So, which one which one's first up? Um, well, let's start, let's talk about Justice League here for a second, since we're kind of talking about the DC stuff. Can you send me that um, link? Just so we're on the same page. I sent you the other oh. two links, oh, the ones that we're going to show later. Do you want to watch them real quick? Yeah. Just so we're watching the same one. So, um, yeah, just to keep us talking, um, Stefan's looking up the Justice League trailer, and 
I'm just talking out my ass, but that's okay. I'm damn near delirious at the moment. <laughs> um, I was <laughs> diving in Catalina Island in California today. Three dives, and that shit really wore me the fuck out. Imagine swimming. How for, deep do you go? Did you um, see Aquaman? I'm only uh no, but I'm only <laughs> I'm only certified to go sixty feet, and I only did mainly forty or forty ish today. You're like fuck you guys and go sixty one feet. Yeah, I I, I think that <laughs> I, I have been is actually sixty two or something, but it's all roundabout. It's all you know. You don't, you don't have to be exact about it. It's hard to like. Right. The hardest thing right now is dealing with just I won't talk about this long, but like dealing with your buoyancy. Cause you're used to walking, right? Of course, like you go left and right, but you're not used to handling how you deal with up and down. <laughs> yeah. And like the, when you breathe in, even it increases your buoyancy. So you float up and it's like, hard, it's sort of hard to, to keep straight, man. Right, I'm going yeah. to click on your uh, justice league trailer here. Oh, that's right, cool. That's I got it. I got focus. it ready to go. Ready All right, here we go. go. All right, we're going to live watch and comment. Three, two, one, go. All right, so this is a little intro going on before the actual trailer starts. Teaser for the teaser. Exclusive trailer. Matrix. Okay, so this opening scene here, I'm just confused at who the villain is. I I mean, it's just like Jason's bad guys. No. Is it Steppenwolf related or is it, yeah, is it just miscellaneous bad dude? Yeah, exactly. Guys with guns. I said, I said, uh, Darkseid before when we were talking in offline, but it's, it's Steppenwolf. Darkseid's not in this movie as far as I know. Although they're, they're building up for that. World without hope, guys. Can't wait to see his. Gordon. I like I like his Gordon. He's good. Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah, it's good and it makes sense coming from her as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Yeah, definitely. The mascara. Mother boxes. Fifth element. <laughs> yeah, sort of fifth elementy. So Steppenwolf <laughs> shows up in the middle of fucking Themyscira, I guess. No protectors here. This is fucking um, that dude from fucking Game of Thrones. That's a badass doing the voice of this. No lanterns. This no lanterns line is awesome. No Kryptonian. Love it. No Kryptonian. Well, this is pretty good story writing here, I think, where they're they're they set up like a it's an entryway for him to get in. Yeah, definitely. it makes sense that they're both not there. Well, this is the days when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind-up penguins. Somebody asked online if that was canon. If the Tim Burton movies were canon, they're not. They're not canon in this. They're just. Yeah, that was just a cheeky little bit of fun. It's just probably something that happened in his younger days. Yeah. This teamwork shit, I love that shit. I mean, I yeah, think definitely. her leading the team and knowing what teamwork is like, it makes sense. <laughs> that was funny. This Ezra Miller line is great. And Cyborg fucking owning the Batwing, that's what it looks like, is awesome. 
that is pretty cool that Cyborg, uh, do, do I know you know, they switch up. I mean, it totally makes sense, and it it, it, it makes his character really cool and fun. Yeah, it does. He didn't just save people. He made them see the best part. The Superman line, I think, is amazing. I, I love that line. Yeah. I don't recognize this world. Doosh. We don't have to recognize him. We just have to save it. This is so epic, man. Yeah. Cool. Him kind of surfing on that dude is kind of cool. How many of you are there? Not enough. Do you really think that... <laughs> oh, wow, they just... What I don't understand about this scene is how did Flash not see everybody leave? That's rude. And how could they leave so quickly for him to not see it? Yeah. I was like, did, I know Batman does it with Alfred funnier. shit all the time, but yeah, it would have been a little funnier if it was like Aquaman just still sitting there. And he's just like, want to get a drink or something? Yeah, right. This little setup here with the Jurassic Park water is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. <laughs> now let's hope you're not too late. Alfred does a real, oh, uh, does a real deliberate pause on the word hope. Let's all hope there's still time. Um, what are your impressions of this, Stefan? Um, I think it looks super fun so far. Already like leaps and bounds over the Batman versus Superman trailer when that came out and you had already known that like Doomsday was going to be in it and stuff. And it was just like such a total mess even from the get go. Right. This one looks like they're putting a good emphasis on the, you know, like having fun with these characters and like what you were saying about like the teamwork stuff. Like it's going to be cool to see more of that and see them get into a depth of character that's not, um, you know, like wholly dependent on like despair and sorrow in order to like eke out some kind of like cool moment with Superman or Batman or whatever. Like those, those, the first, I'm so brooding and Man of Steel, same thing. Like, you know, they're so dark uh emotionally and it's it's nice that you know when you hear somebody saying like we're gonna lighten things up a little bit it's kind of like eh, please don't but in yeah. this case i think i think it really they're really having fun with it and that's what this this these movies need really is a lot more fun i think people have been saying that right i mean you're gonna you have like what's eventually going to be seven characters i think and they're they gonna all be brooding like that's not gonna work yeah, Super, superman yeah. and superman or batman all the time superman sometimes makes sense but like flash brooding doesn't make any fucking sense at all so for him yeah. to come in and be the comic relief also they said this, they said this at the panel where flash and cyborg are the youngest on the team so they're gonna have their um connection and you're gonna see that in the movie yeah. so that's gonna be kind of cool and that's cool um, a lot of them, you know, typical superhero stuff, but they got their powers or whatever because of an accident and Cyborg and Flash did as well. Although I would argue that Cyborg's case is much worse than Flash's, uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, it's yeah, still, bo still both an accident. So um, and whereas Batman's not, I mean, Batman, yeah, his parents dying wasn't, necessarily an accident and him training is so i mean yeah he's different but uh 
yeah. Superman's not an accident either. So uh, it'll be cool to see them, uh, you know, have the the hierarchy of the team and everything, and who needs to learn what. And yeah, they and said that we have to rely on each other together. If they get anywhere that. near that Justice League um, cartoon Doom, yeah, that have you seen that, dude? I haven't. I, I need to watch it. Dude, do yourself a favor, man. Watch Justice League Doom and then watch Justice League War. They're both good. I personally prefer Doom more. That that has all yeah. the fucking characters doing all the right shit. And the premise of the story is that Mirror Master, one of Flash's villains, sneaks yeah. in via a, uh, what you call it, like a rear view mirror. He's in the mirror of Batman's rear view mirror in the Batmobile, huh. into, the, into the Batcave, then steals the files, the contingency plans for uh, defeating all of the Justice League because Batman is, in the comics, and most of the time he's written as kind of like paranoid. Yeah. And so the League, the League of Doom or the Hall of Doom or whatever, they get all the all the instructions on how to beat the justice league from batman's files oh oh yeah i had heard of that and it's it's great and the way it ends is great so if it's if this movie's anywhere near that i'm fucking happy and with that cool. superman line i know he hasn't been a beacon of hope that much in the in this movie so far but if they just lean into what that character is more in the comics which it seems like they are I think that we have a really great movie on our hands and for Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon to be a part of this, I think we're in for a really great, great movie overall. Definitely. Yeah, it looks good. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Hopefully it's like them coming around to like finding their footing and stuff like that with these heroes. I love, well, not that I love so much, but I really like Ben Affleck's Batman so far. So I'm hoping we get some, you know, like solid uh, choice, like Batman moments through his, his performance and stuff. That'd be really great to see him kind of get his due with it. Cause you know, Batman wasn't the biggest problem with. The, no, not at Batman all. Versus Superman. Not at all. Superman, but you know, um, it'll be great to see them. Hopefully, Affleck was. Brand. We're saying it right now. He was a fucking great Batman. He is a great Batman. There's something wrong with his Batman so far. He just happens to be in not the best movies so so far. But hopefully, he gets a good one this time around. Because I mean, remember he was in a scene in Suicide Squad too. Yeah, and that was fucking terrible. But terrible. He's not the problem with the movie. It's just everything, everybody, everything else surrounding him. It's just too much bullshit going on. Um, yep. I anyway, think. I guess, I mean, is that pretty much it? Yeah, for, pretty much. For that. Looks great. Thank you, Comic Looks Con. great. Looking forward to it. Actually, personally, my most look forward to movie this year. I can't fa fucking wait to see it. I mean, after seeing all the movies that we've already seen, um, yeah. what's left of this year is, I think that's my number one most look forward to movie so um uh, yeah definitely i definitely say it's up there i think our next trailer is probably going up there on my pretty high on my list as well nice so That'd what's next man thor ragnarok oh yeah you want to do that one next or this is a thor ragnarok trailer 
two from Comic-Con this year. So three, two, one, start. Green sign, the typical previews green sign. This this music is awesome, by the way. What band is this again? It's, um, Magic Sword. Oh yeah, I fucking know them. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a perfect name for this. This movie in general looks to be a lot more fun than Thor 2 was for some reason. And Thor 2 wasn't really bad. People yeah. shit on that like movie, but it's not bad. Actually. Yeah. It's very really? Yeah, Thor 1 was, I mean, it was okay. I love how they went a little more spacey and things. This imagery, man, they really shit, like. That's gods, man. That's like that epic Renaissance paintings and shit. Yes, I love that they're leaning into that. That's true, too. This, I mean, this just looks to be fun, man, you know? I like how her fucking um, horns or antlers fucking move. That's fucking amazing. That's the kind of shit I expect to see when I die. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed, man. Oh. This looks so fun. Yeah. Surprise! This will be such fun. We haven't seen Hulk since Avengers 2. Not much. Yeah, he goes off in that fucking uh, plane. Oh yeah. I guess they'll explain that in this one as well. That's cool. The Rock Warrior guy. This is gonna be amazing. I'm not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. Thor has like a new haircut, it looks like as well. Yeah, they're playing off of some of that unworthy uh, comic book stuff, which is cool. Some awesome, the most heavy metal shit I've ever read in the comic book. Recently. Really? That's yeah, a fucking. Ever, but that's a fucking um, endorsement. It's so good. His he's got a giant goat named Toothnasher or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Who? I mean, how the fuck did Hulk learn to, to talk? By the way, what is what happened? Some alternate dimension where time slowed down. He was able to learn or something. Is it just Asgardian magic? He goes into he gets he gets into contact with Asgardian magic. I hope Hulk is talking. That's great. I don't mind it at all. I just Even wonder just like bit. how they explain it. That's all. I just want to know. I'm sure there's going to be yeah. some explanation. Yeah. He has been gone a while. It'll be interesting to see how Bruce Banner got, you know, or how everything connected. So cool. So what are what what were your impressions of this of this trailer overall? Um I st still like way more excited. The first trailer is really great just because it took everybody by surprise, which is so good. So we're kind of familiar with some of the imagery. Yeah. But just like the the more that they built on it, like the director, Taiko Waititi, um, yeah. of what we do in the Shadows fame, like this this dude and his team, his production team, are really bringing a lot of really great creativity to this production, it seems like. And it's like, I don't know, it's wild. You know, you set this next to, you know, kind of reminds me of like Star Trek Beyond or something. You set that next to its predecessors and you see how the flavors of it have evolved and stuff like that. And this one just seems like 
you know, while it's a little bit of guardians, a little bit of Thor, a little bit of this little bit of that, you know what I mean? And, and it seems right. like it's fitting, you know, it seems like it's going to fit really nicely within the MCU overall, but also the growth towards kind of like uh in war um i don't know if you've seen the the bootleg of the trailer that's up or anything like that but um it starts with the guardians of the galaxy so we're kind of seeing the shift from like you were saying like thor 2 and now uh you know through the guardians movies and now through this you know like they're able to take things into a little bit more of a yeah I've, that's the impression i got as well they're they're just having fun with it for the most part they're yeah. they're it is becoming a little bit more like guardians but i'm okay with that honestly yeah. and also you're gonna have thor ultimately being the one that meets the guardians first anyway yeah. is what it's looking like yeah. so so which is cool because you kind of like oh how does he get out of this adventure you know how do they meet up dudes like floating through space or something apparently you know what i mean like right i, I like that i love that I've I've loved the '80s rock designs, um, the motion graphics in it. Um, I think one of my favorite things in the trailer are just those really colorful lasers that they're shooting. I think they're like green and red and purple and shit. Um, it's real quick in, in one of the shots, but I I think it just it looks bright and awesome, and it seems like they're just having a lot more fun than they had with Thor two for whatever reason. Yeah, not that that was a bad yeah. movie, but um Definitely. this just I looks think, like think, a good time you know i think there was at one point there was like some worry maybe it was just like internet buzz of whether or not like you know like thor and hulk weren't in civil war um which you know i think kind of sucked it would have been nice to have in there but it seemed like it was over cluttered with them introducing spider-man and oh, having so much shit done. man it's you know fine I mean? and, for me and it was a captain america movie it wasn't a you know technically it wasn't an avengers movie or whatever but i think there was a point where like maybe internet fandom or even the studios might have been a little bit like you know thor's floundering what do we do with him you know and it, it, that's how i felt at least and so seeing that first ragnarok trailer um was just such a shot in the ass to this character and this 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 part of their mythos um thing you know just seeing what it's what it's become like just even this trailer you know the whole the hulk talking thing and some of that imagery like it's it's new for the mcu in as much as it's reflecting like influences from guardians and whatnot um it still is Thor. And I'm just like, I feel like it, they kind of lit the fire under Thor's ass again. And, and I love Chris Hemsworth. I love his Thor. I like, I like his comedic bits and stuff. I like his interactions with um, the characters around him when he's not so proper God, like old English speak. You know what I mean? I like how they grew, they grew him through that really quickly. And he's got the personality of like Chris Hemsworth's Thor is really relatable you know even though you know he's from this magic land he still kind of approaches things with like a laid-back manner and right and with a sense of humor which is really cool um didn't realize how much i really liked thor until kind of recently i was reading some Thor <laughs> comics so so i'm i'm really excited in this the, uh, i'm not sure how they're going to handle it in the movie but like mjolnir being destroyed and um in the comics he's the ultimate universe has melded with the regular Marvel universe or something. Right. So, so he knows of a second hammer that the old, that the ultimate Thor was wielding. So he's looking for that. Um, I haven't finished that run actually, but, um, um, but anyway, 
it'll be interesting to see what they do and where he's headed. And like, he doesn't, you know, uh, in the bootleg, uh, infinity war trailer, he doesn't have like the hammer with him. So like, who knows what goes on and what kind of weaponry he'll be left with. Fuck. What's going to happen with Mjolnir? seems like they're, you saw the trailer. You saw the trailer, like with somebody in hall H that was like way on the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that one as well. Um, yeah, it's cool to see all those characters together, man. Fucking Guardians yeah. and see the, it's gonna the be a highlight of that shit. The spider yes. armor. First look at spider armor. That was kind of cool. Even though it was blurry, I was like, oh shit, this is yes. going down. And exactly. just everybody together. Fucking Cap had a beard. Yeah. That shit was man, dudes, dudes fell from grace. Yeah. Interested to see what they're gonna do with Steve Rogers. Hopefully it doesn't turn into fucking hydro bullshit. No, I don't think they'll do. They can't make Cap go out like that. That would be that would be some bunk ass weak ass shit. Love I hope some Chris Evans cap. Yeah, he's been real good so far. Um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I think it's, I'm looking I'm really looking forward to it. I'm gonna be there in November, man. We got that and fucking Justice League in the same month, so yep. it's gonna be fucking oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you want to move on to the next uh, trailer? Sure. What's Say the next do, one? Get on, get down on some RP one. Cool. Sounds good. What say you? And right now we're about to watch uh, the official trailer for Ready Player One that was released uh, at Comic Con this weekend. Uh, me and Andrew are gonna watch that live and commentate and then tell you what we think. And in three, two, one, click. The stacks here are yeah. It looks exactly yes. Well, exactly how. Sure doesn't seem like it when you But great. It's great. I love great. this dude. The, the main the main actor. He played Cyclops in Apocalypse. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. like a chubby kid or whatever. It looks like the kind of found tried to find some kind of happy medium between like handsome and geeky. <laughs> yeah, right. This, uh, I mean, Scott Summers. I mean that. Yeah. Wait, this. Uh, I liked it when it was called Snow Crash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is gonna be tricky as fuck. 3D, IMAX, all the way. That's that dancing scene. I don't know if you got that far in the book, but they dance like on the air yeah. in one There's scene. It's incredible. That scene is incredible in the book. It's so fun. Oh, this reminds yeah, me of uh, Minority Report right there. That shot. Yeah, totally. Who's that writing the? I don't that, know. It looks like a superhero. The though. wizard that he found, Freddy. Know who that was? Vin Diesel. Is that who it is? <laughs> I don't know. It looked like him. It looks like it. Yeah. Looks like a mongoloid retard. Sorry. I mean, these sorry. are the bad guys. Here, I suppose the 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 soldiers trying to find his fucking um, treasure. Yeah. yeah. Hired dudes. Mm. Rush, yes. This movie's gonna be insane fun, man. Yeah. Akira's motorcycle or Tron cycle, or there's certain things that they couldn't get a license for for the film, you know what I mean? Possibly, yeah. Probably Tron, right? Yeah, that's what I would think. Did you notice this is a maze, the logo? No, I did not. That's cool. Yeah, you trace it back to the O, and there's like that little egg in the O. Kind of cool. Holy crap. 
Yeah. That looks the like egg a lot is... of fun. I got to finish the book. Oh, you the should, egg. man. There's a bunch of good scenes in it. I mean, try to read it if you can. If you, if yeah, you that's how I got to do voice. it. I like to listen to it. But yeah, Will Wheaton's voice after a while. I like Will Wheaton too. Sorry, bro. But it was just after a while, I couldn't take it. He had like a list well, of hours and hours of his voice. So <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, like hours and hours of my voice. What was your general impression of this? Um, I think it looks really cool, really super fun. Um, like the main kid actor, that'll be cool. Um, I, I got to finish the book before I can really make like that much of a judgment. But bunch of fun. It looked, you know, in the second viewing, it looked a lot less 80s. You know, they didn't play up a whole lot of 80s in it other than like the DeLorean and I don't know, was yeah. he wearing a power glove? I couldn't tell. But yeah, it just seemed like, the, as far as I got in the book, it's really cool to see the van. I really liked the van that, that that's like buried under a ton of other cars. And like, he's got his like his safe haven, his place away from everything. Right. Um, that like, I don't, I don't know, for some reason, like those kind of spaces in movies, like the hideaway secret space, like I always love that. And his is so technological. And, and not only that, but like through that space, he's able to, to, go through this this virtual expanse um i'm excited to see how the islands are set up or like or the destinations you know they can teleport from and like you know i I hope they spend a great deal um on his journey in the beginning like you know the limitations that you have just being like a normal user uh up until he's up until he gets down to that cave and starts fighting that wizard or whatever and right that's about as far as i've gotten but but I hope you know. I hope they don't they don't blaze through too much of that. I hope you get a good bit. One of my one of my I'm gonna reference um, Ender's Game here. One of my least favorite moments uh, or my least favorite things about Ender's Game is like in the book, it's kind of like Harry Potter in space. You have all these kids and the inner politics of their existence on this space station, like trying to learn, growing up and trying to learn military um, strategy and stuff. Uh, and in the movie, they just kind of glossed. I mean, I know it was probably low budget and they only had so much, but they glossed over like the good story bits of right. those characters. Um, and I'm hoping they don't do that kind of thing for this for sake of like bigger and better just to get it going. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it, it would definitely benefit with as huge as the book is and as big as the movie looks. I hope pacing is, is a is a is a pretty um, strong concern for them. I'm sure right. It is, but it would benefit from some. My big takeaway was I was like, oh, the virtual reality segments are completely CG, <laughs> which I should have I should have seen that coming. But I thought maybe you would have the actors face acting with a CG environment. I don't know what was going on, but I actually I, also at the same time, I think that they'll probably do that as like they said in the panel that they will update the CG as it goes along to where it'll be indistinguishable from real life. So it'll be cool to see those upgrades happen as it goes. And plus everything's so fucking crazy in this book with all that's going on with the pop culture references and the type of fantasy that is that this, um, that this book employs. Uh, So um, yeah, I guess there's no way around that, but uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but um I do think it's fun. Of course, I'll be there opening weekend. Yeah. And I'll be there Thursday night, probably. Uh, them having a Rush song. 
really great. If you haven't read the book, there's a rush scene in it. It's Maddie's favorite part. It is a great part. Um, yeah, but uh, month. I mean, next it, month. <laughs> it's it's good. Um, my favorite parts were the Ultraman part and the part where he's playing against a, a character that looks like Death or something in Galaga mm. or I can't remember the game, but it's some game like that. Early Those on, are my you mean that, yeah. And there's some reveals about some of the people that he meets online. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but that yeah, that it's kind of cool kind of cool at the end uh the kind of reveals that you get but uh i mean this is a fucking awesome thing this is a, this is awesome that spielberg is doing this and i can't fucking wait i don't i don't really know what else to say I, it's it's gonna be great yeah it looks fun okay so we're gonna move on to stranger things season two comic-con trailer yes i do believe so the thriller teaser oh i love it i love that they did that it's great and also i think that shows that they're swinging their dick around because <laughs> yeah that's gonna probably cost them a fortune oh my god when was the last time we heard a michael jackson song in anything true yeah let alone just a trailer okay count us in man you ready Already, um, James is joining us. James, if you want to load up the Stranger Things trailer, we're just about oh, to talk James, about holy shit! Hey, what's up? To what do we owe this honor? Was well, uh, talking with Maddie while I was over at Comic Con since he wanted to know uh, why I thought of Death Note since I got to see the whole film. I figured so the whole coming. fucking thing, yeah. We went to an early screening, uh, Thursday night. My girlfriend and I got tickets uh, to it. Okay, well, we're about to watch Stranger Things trailer, so All right. uh, let's talk about that later. <clears throat> and three, two, one, start. Okay. We've all seen this before, right? Yeah, I just saw it uh, earlier. Okay. This Dragon's Lair game, man. Mm-hmm. Don Blaze. I'm amazed that these kids haven't aged because they're like right at puberty age, right? Yeah. I'm surprised they all look they exactly look the yet. same. Yeah. Really, they do actually. Hey guys, do you see the? I love this. This kid is gonna get. It's going to some dark places. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's also sure. great that this kid gets something to do this time around. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was kind of bummed he got knocked out right in the first episode. What can you do, though? I mean, that's the story. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just what happened. Yeah. He looks like he's got some chops. He's definitely got some shit going on this time around. Nothing's going to go back to the way that it was. <laughs> Steve. Is that his name? Steve. Love that guy. I saw something. This is amazing, man. Yeah. This kid is acting better than Winona Ryder is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Winona Ryder, I think, I hate saying this, but I feel like she's just not great in this. She's like the weakest part. Terrorize your neighborhood. Yes, the Ghostbusters costume. This is the best, most fun horror thing that has come around in so long. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, kids with Ghostbusters shit and fucking Thriller. And, I mean, this is amazing. And it's all, yeah. 
this is gonna be the best Halloween ever, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. There's actually like a ton of stuff coming out this October too. Like but this one so far definitely tops a lot of it. These scenes here with the older teenagers too, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Nail bat. I didn't notice that. Love it. I didn't notice that either. <laughs> you can never go wrong with the nail bat. Vincent Price's laugh over the Stranger over. Things. Oh, totally. Amazing choice. Yes. Eleven. We all knew this was going to happen. Look, I mean, this is awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. I like how it says Stranger Things 2 as if it's like a sequel, you know? It's like. Yeah, right? But it's just a second yeah. season. But it's I like, like a horror movie too. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. I didn't think about it like yeah. that before. Mm -hmm. James, uh, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Um, I think it looks really good, and I'm just looking forward to the next season. So I really don't want to see much more. Right. Like that, pretty much was enough for me. Maybe even a little too much. <laughs> once again, I'm starting to get into like, oh, I'll see a teaser of something, and then like, okay, I'm good. I I just want to wait for it to yeah. come out. So I can... it depends on what it is, but I'm like that sometimes. Yeah, where I just want to like enjoy it and Ed be surprised. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that uh, definitely seems like it's um, uh, going to just ramp up what, from what they did in the first season. I'm definitely looking forward to what they're doing. Cool. And so, Stefan, what did you think? I love it. You know, like I loved the first uh, Stranger Things, but I think after the fact, I kind of like, I feel like the hype of the aftermath hype kind of got to me and I was like, it's all right <laughs> a little bit, but seeing all this stuff, I'm just like, oh man, like, and really like what you were saying, the thriller music, that's that moment when they're on their bikes, like riding away from the camera. That was when I was just like, I remembered like all those emotional cues that I had from season one. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't not only can I not wait for it to come, but like I'm, I'm all in. And I think if I ever said a bad thing about stranger things, uh, sometime <laughs> in the past wrong. No, I don't know. It just looks great. Uh, I, you know, the music. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's definitely like the most fun, probably the best horror, anything I've seen in the past few years not that i'm the horror expert of course maddie is here but i think that for me for my money that has been the best shit and to see this sequel which is looking great the kids i mean this movie does bank on a lot of nostalgia which i i know a lot of people like shit on that but i think that's cool yeah there's not many there aren't many franchises that do it this well i guess you could say yeah um it's not they're not as, they're not as effective so uh to see the kids be ghostbusters is, is great and for them to have like, the thriller song is perfect and um i'm wanting to see for for me personally i want to see if they explore more about what the upside down is or oh yeah just whatever the mythology that they have in mind for what what exactly i mean you could say it's another dimension but is that all is that all we get is there any more i'm not i'm not really sure but um 
that's that's basically what I'm thinking so far. So yeah. what were we about to say, James? Well, about the whole nostalgia stuff, I think they do it a really smart way because yeah. there's a lot of issues with like just shoving it front and center. It's like, no, this just take place in, it even says like in 84 where they obviously would be fans of Ghostbusters. And so it's right. like, even though they'll probably be in those costumes a lot, it's like part of the whole setting and everything. And like them playing Dragon Slayer at the beginning for a lot of people they might be like, oh yeah, Dragon Slayer, I remember that. But at the same time, it's just, they're doing it in more of a smart way of being able yeah. to show all that stuff. I don't know if you guys talked about the Ready Player One trailer. We yet. did. Yeah, um, we, we just did. I'll just briefly okay. talk about that. Like the way that they use nostalgia in there seems more like just shoving it down your throat in a sense. Like there was like yeah. a cool moment where, you know, you see like an orc shoot Freddy Krueger and then the Iron Giant walk in, but I'm feeling like the more that I watch the trailer, it's just like, I don't know what they're going with that one compared to like, you know, Stranger Things. Where yeah, but to 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 defend that for a little bit for a second though, it still makes sense because this is a in this in this story, it's a virtual reality made by a fanboy. It's yeah. made by a guy that wanted to put all this stuff together, so it is a little bit more um, gratuitous, but. At the same time, it's not. I don't feel like it's that much, just because yeah. the story sets it up yeah. in such a way that a fanboy of a guy that grew up in the '80s, that is an old man in 2045, just wanted to make this environment because that is what he liked growing up. Yeah, I did so, mention James how light uh, the Ready Player One trailer was, like on '80s nostalgia. It seemed to kind of have a little bit of more of like. 90s nostalgia yeah it seems there's a lot more 90s stuff going in but continue james sorry about that i Uh, but yeah it just seems like uh from just seeing these two trailers like you say like that actually since i never read the book uh but just going off of like these two trailers they're almost like just showing like the different sides of like how to incorporate nostalgia so like Uh I'm, i'm not saying like ray player one the way that they do that is necessarily bad but it's just like i kind of prefer the stranger things one at least it's gonna suck (laughs) well no i have other issues with that but if you've already talked about the trailer i can i'll i'll hold off on that (laughs) for now Uh, but yeah that's uh pretty much just enough for the nostalgia when i think about okay um yeah, I think, I mean, I'm sure we're all on board. This is going to be something that we see probably day one. I don't binge a lot of stuff because I just fucking can't sit that long. But I probably will force myself. I won't even be forcing it. This is just one of those things where it's one of the few things that I personally can binge. Um, yeah, almost I'm whole, probably one, in one or two cities. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, in a couple of days and it's so good so good so um yeah just i mean we've said that we said this about thor and ready player one a lot but it just looks like a lot of fun yeah thor looks incredible and definitely yeah. looking forward to that yes um cool so, so before we yeah so before we head out uh, maybe james if you want to talk about some of your comic-con experience so yeah, oh, yeah, I was there, and uh, one of the first major things I saw was I actually got to see uh, the entire film Death Note. Uh, like it comes out next month, uh, August twenty fifth. So I got oh, wow. to see it like a month early. Please and, give us your thoughts. 
Uh, I won't get into spoilers since I know we usually talk about spoilers, but like of films that, that at least have come out that weekend or so. Yeah, so. yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I've only just recently started watching the anime. I've only gotten like two episodes in, so I don't think I had too much of a bias going into watching this. Uh, but from what I can say of people that are either looking uh, looking at it and wondering if they'll like it or not, it's definitely more of an Adam Wingard film than closer to what the original anime is. So if you've ever seen The Guest or... Um, cool. Uh, any of his other films uh, it's definitely a bit more of his style to it which uh, I definitely think works that way if like if you have to go into it knowing that it's an adaptation so it's like if you're going expecting the anime you're going to be disappointed but from what I watched I really enjoyed and it definitely doesn't take itself too seriously uh, like by the you know what you're getting into at the first kill and, or even nice. like even at the very beginning of the film like the only spoiler thing i'll say is like there's a shot of just like a the main girl is a cheerleader and she's just smoking a cigarette doing uh the her uh like practice and stuff and like has a she doesn't give a fuck about what's going on look on her face which just started like cracking up at that but it's like what he was going for with nice and the character, uh, main character Kira, as well, is very different from the anime. Like in the anime, he's like a super genius who, who's enveloped in his own genius, thinking like he knows what's best for everyone and why he uses the book. Whereas this, it's more about uh, the uh, main character in the movie. He he's kind of like thrown into this and like thinking about the morality of of about uh what's going on and uh deciding uh who should live and die nice. yeah, it's definitely like uh also just a fun film to watch uh you know have a couple of beers or something and just watch on the weekend even with friends i, I didn't even know that it was a movie yeah. i thought it yeah. was a series that's how I, little i knew yeah. about this it's yeah i like adam wingard I'll definitely yeah. want to watch it. Uh, one great thing he said, like on Twitter uh, a while ago, his um, music budget for this film was the entire budget of the guest. Oh, nice. Like, so he got like so much more to work with. And so That's it's like cool. interesting, like getting to see like his vision kind of like a bit more unrestrained. So, the guest had great music in it too so like yeah, his creativity yeah. really shines through with his music that's interesting yeah that's, awesome. that's a big thing like musically this film was incredible as well like just on the soundtrack alone cool. like i'm definitely gonna whenever mondo does <laughs> that vinyl we'll be the picking vinyl, that yeah. up yeah that's awesome yeah. Yeah. That's nice. the biggest thing that i saw at uh comic-con and i also got to play a bit of uh Shadow of War, the new uh, Shadow of Mordor game that's coming out. I don't know if you've, either cool. of you ever played the first one. No. Oh, but I hear this new one looks like everybody's raving about it. Yeah. Like the big thing about the original game was uh, a lot of the, you're going around Mordor killing different like orc captains and leaders and they're procedurally generated. So guys will have like different strengths and weaknesses. And Oh, cool. 
uh, like one guy might be afraid of fire so if you light a f uh like shoot him with a fire arrow or something like he'll get freaked out and just run away or others uh like cool uh have like maybe might are fine with that or might write in on like animals and stuff to hunt you, so you and this you one just, just never really know uh, experience yeah. kind of thing because um i love that yeah for everyone that plays like it's always different and this one they just seem to ramp that up even more i played through a stronghold attack which is sort of like the main big feature in which you try to go in yeah. and take over a castle as like four main sections they have to each try like break through like the main gate then getting farther and farther in until you try to deal with yeah. the war chief there at the beginning they always have like a somewhat of a cutscene of as your army comes up to the walls their war chief will come out to try to taunt you and i had like someone from the studio they're staying next to like show me how to play and like watch and they never even saw this too where their war chief came out and he was like being freaked out about spies but he's saying i caught one of yours you thought you could like get him to slip in and so he takes this guy and just like slits his throat and kicks him off a cliff but i never had a spy in there he just got so paranoid he just killed one of his own generals and one of my guys uh even commented on that so when it then like cut down uh like the camera cut to my team one of the orcs is like uh boss we didn't have a guy in there so <laughs> it was just great seeing like something that even you know someone worked on the game saying next to me didn't even see that before like in all the other playthroughs that people have been going through on the show floor and the fact that there's so much more detail into that type of stuff where like you can have all these permutations of interactions that then you have teammates that will react to that as well. Cool. Yeah. That sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Awesome, bro. Yeah. I want to play. Anything else? What was your strangest interaction at Comic-Con? Uh, strangest was... <laughs> Yeah. I went, uh, have either you guys ever heard of uh, the comedy podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me? Just the name. Uh, I, well, I'm, I went, to, they had some Comic-Con shows there for that and their other D&D podcasts. And cool. on one of the show floors, I just happened to completely run into them. And so nice. that was just like more of a cool moment for me. That was just like never expected to like see those guys at all. So it just like, like I love your podcast. got a quick photo of yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what was your, uh, <laughs> uh, was like your favorite um, in terms of like maybe what you saw or what you did, what you were able to, did you get some uh, cool swag? I got uh, this awesome uh, artwork book uh, for The Thing in which like they got about oh, cool. like 80 different artists to do just different art pieces for it and I think it's like yeah 80 artists or something it's just insane like it's a massive book uh, that I got just today Some, so somehow I feel like Maddie just sensed you say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> somebody just uh, say the thing yeah then I got some uh 
pretty sweet alien uh, posters as well. One that's set up to kind of look like a 1950s style poster. You know, oh, cool. Like, you know, Attack of the that's Giant really Spider or something, but instead it's like the oh, alien. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. You guys ready, nice. ready to wrap it up just about? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Bush is probably dying, ready to go. I am, cool dude, movies. I am so fucking dead. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Let's wrap it up, I guess. Um, so, Stefan, can you can you bring us in? Eighty one. Oh, sure thing. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> You've just listened to episode eighty one of the Superhouse podcast, to where we discussed San Diego Comic Con, all the thrills and chills experienced therein. Um, some good trailers, <laughs> some good news tidbits. Found out a little bit about uh, Death Note from James. Excited to see that one. Um, and shoot, man, these conventions and things, they just, you know, you think you think you're done with like your Rogue One comes out and you're like, I never need to see a movie again. <laughs> oh my God. God, God damn it. I keep Send trying to leave whatever. and they pull me back in. <laughs> anyway, some good shit. I've had such a blast just being at home, like seeing convention stuff online and the trailers dropping and stuff. So it was also doubly awesome to have two members of the Superhouse podcast actually fucking be there. On the floor, um, baby. So mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully one day we'll all be there presenting our podcast in the back corner somewhere. We'll buy our stuff. Check um, the Superhouse panel in two years. Become a Patreon. Um, <laughs> so hopefully that'll come. But that was episode eighty-one. Um, I'm Stefan here with. Uh, go ahead, guys. This has been Andrew signing off. This is James signing off. Adios. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. (laughs) You give us a grant, who knows what'll happen. Check us out. (laughs) I'll do that. I'll do that. (laughs) You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm a for weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>